CES Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. I feel it in my I'm a citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new Survivor, Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. Should you ever set foot outside of the hotel, you will be shot. Don't miss the new Showtime limited series based on the international bestseller. For the last four years, I've been a prisoner. Why are they keeping you here? Starring Emmy Award winner Ewan McGregor. This is the brave new world that you dreamt of. Be very careful. You are still a prisoner here. Everything in this new world comes at cost. This is still my country. A Gentleman in Moscow, now streaming on Paramount Plus, only with the Paramount Plus with Showtime plan. November 27th, 2022. I am Dan Rubin. This is the Bucknuts Morning Five and Change. Joined as always on Tuesdays by the lovely and talented Steve Wiltfong. We will let him work for a minute here as it is fast and furious recruiting time. I will do some house cleaning. Good morning, y'all. Please note today is the free day on Bucknuts and across the network. All VIP content is free now and past. If you want to go look at other sites, if you want to look at everything on Ohio State site, if you want to go back and read a story you wanted to VIP in before that you couldn't, today is the day to do it. Pretty cool day considering we are coming down the stretch. There's a ton of what would usually be VIP recruiting content out there. You've got the game coming up. So this is a great day as we head for the game to have free access also those of you who devotees of this video pod as it streams live on the tube the twitter and the book of face you've noticed that at times ruben headquarters glitches that is because despite living in what i believe to be a very nice neighborhood we are going to be the last vestige of fiber optics ever to be installed rumor has it monday fiber optics will be installed at shea rubin this will then be a well-oiled machine and then uh, no more glitching so instead of seeing me as max headroom i will be a basic rumor has no guy here so rumor has it they still use cordless phones at the rubin house we do have a landline I will say that only so we can be in the school directory and hindsight being 2020, I probably would have killed that. Do you have a landline with a land phone in the house that rings? Would your kids know how to answer a regular phone if it rang? No, they need to learn how when the call waiting goes off, that's their cue to get off the phone and give it because that was an era. That was our era. And if you didn't click over, somehow your mom would always find out a little later in the day. 
When so I got direct TV. Not click over on the call waiting? Nah, nah. Well, Robin called and said that he went through earlier. I did. When I got direct TV for the first time, I had a thing where when you got your color ID, it flashed on the screen. Would never leave the living room for the rest of my life. Alas, technology has, has gone forward, and Steve and I will stop kvetching here. Before Although, we talk uh, Ohio State football recruiting, some of y'all, uh, you know, I'm 40, so that 35 and up crowd, y'all remember before the cordless phone, you'd have that phone on the on the wire, or and you would have that son of a bitch pulled all the way around the corner trying to get some privacy. It would have no bend in it at all, trying to get some privacy away from your parents. And that was a good era. You know, that was an era where you could not make an appointment to get your hair cut. You had to go in there and maybe you got lucky or maybe you had to sit your ass in the lobby. Those are the good old days. Now you, you live in the suburb, you try to get your son a haircut, you pull up the website and it's an hour and 48 minute wait. I once uh, I was recently in line to buy something and uh, there was a, a family behind us with two teenage boys and they were trying to get the teenage boys to call the restaurant to make a reservation. And the kids you might have been telling them to unlock a safe. They were effing clueless. And here's my last one on that. The other day I told my daughter in the car, just throw it in the ashtray. What's an ashtray? Meanwhile, that's, there's no ashtray in my car anymore either. I don't know why I was saying that, but that's yeah, a major no, digression to start. No more button to push in and get that lighter rocking oh. and rolling. I, uh, in our barber, the smell of a cigarette hitting that lighter. Childhood, our kids, right there. Not our kids. Them. Our kids were going to a barber. He retired, but even him, the last five, ten years of his career, he was taking appointments with a pencil in his little book. It's like the barbers, barbers shouldn't be taking appointments. You got to come nah. in there and you got to sit and you got to conversate. That's the barbershop, man. That's why LeBron has a TV show. All right. Believe it or not, it's Michigan week. There's tons of recruiting content out there. Let's start with the quarterback position. Brock Glenn has defected and gone to Florida State. Ohio State will get a visit this weekend from Lincoln Kineholz out of the recruiting hotbed of Pierre, South Dakota. I went and did some research on Lincoln Kineholz. This dude is having one heck of a high school football career. He has passed passed for over 10,000 yards. He has rushed for almost 4,000 yards, and he's been doing this pretty much since his sophomore year. He's also a baseball and a basketball player. He is verbally committed to Washington, however. Seems to be a very smart and uh, well-mannered young man. He gives a very impressive quotes about putting stuff in context. Sometimes when guys are taking a visit, when they're already committed, it can sound a little bit seemly. He made it sound smart. Your thoughts on Lincoln? He'll be here this weekend. Can you explain the dynamic of why Brock left and what you expect out of Lincoln or whoever they might get to fill the spot? Well, Bill Kierlich had a story on Bucknuts last night, kind of covering the Brock Glenn deal there. Um, and uh, I know Brock's excited to go to Florida State and uh, play for Coach Mike Norvell. Uh, Coach Mike Norvell has great <laughs> connections in Memphis and knows that high school staff real well. They run the same offense at uh, Lasan where Brock Glenn plays that they do at Florida State. Some of uh, those high school coaches work for Mike Norvell. So there's just a lot of connections 
with Florida State. Florida State's having an exciting year, and and uh, I think that Brock Glenn's excited to go play down there. I think Ohio State's excited about Lincoln Kineholes, and they need a quarterback in this class because you just the, the uncertainty in the transfer portal era of what's going to happen following a quarterback battle here. Now, I think Ohio State's a place, in my opinion, it's easy for me to say that if you don't win the job, as long as no one younger than you passes you on the depth chart, you wait your turn, you have a good year, you hear your name called high in the NFL draft. But it's easy for me to say that from the Indianapolis suburbs, uh, Ohio State, they need to make sure they have at least three scholarship quarterbacks on the roster at all times. And, and C.J. Stroud's going to be out. you got Kyle McCord and Devin Brown uh, going into spring ball battling. And you need a, you need another scholarship guy just in case. I mean, you never know if you get an injury at the position or whatnot. You, you need good players in practice. There's a million reasons why you need a quarterback in this class. And uh, Ohio State's only going to recruit guys that they think are the caliber of Ohio State. And this is a young man that, as you said, had a great high school career um, and won four state championships. He's also a two-way player that shows up on defense, intercepting the ball, forcing fumbles, uh, laying the wood, terrific all-around football player. And he's going to come on the visit with his mom and check it out. And, And, you know, we'll see what happens from there. How locked in do you think he is to Washington? I mean, is well, this a possibility? Look, anytime you're taking a visit, you have interest in the program you're taking taking a visit in. You know, obviously he said he talked about Ohio State's track record with the position and as a program in general. They're going to come out and see a great environment um, that, you know, I'm not sure many Pac-12 programs can match. And, uh, you know, he's going to get around the players and, get more get around Ryan Day and Corey Dennis and on the flip side they're going to get to know him better too you know so we'll see what happens coming out of the weekend you know we you're when when Ohio State's recruiting players those players are also interviewing with Ryan Day when they come on visits so you know we'll see we'll see how everything goes this weekend but they obviously like him as a player like him uh here early in the process they're bringing him in on a visit and you know we'll see what happens it's interesting. He's from South Dakota. I don't even know if there's a hundred thousand people in Pierre, South Dakota. He's going to walk into a stadium with a hundred thousand plus. So, a little bit of a change of scenery for the South Dakota native. Ohio State actually did get a commitment from a Dakota player, an offensive lineman, I think. Yes. Yeah. Years. What are tickets going for for oh, the game on. on Saturday? You know the answer, right? Someone put it in the chat. Yeah, it's out of my price range. I'm only looking for Pacers uh, T Wolves tickets. That's a lot cheaper. Go uh, go late, and that's twenty bucks or less. Or you're getting screwed. All right. Behind the scenes, believe it or not, while the show was being prepped here, Steve was hard at work exchanging inside information, and I learned that Tysir Denmark, wide receiver out of Philadelphia, down to his final three commitment coming. You assume he's going to be a Buckeye because he's a wide receiver with an Ohio State offer. Crystal balls are rolling due west. Actually, due north. That would be west and up. That's northwest. To the Ducks of Oregon. Please explain. Well, he's taken a couple visits out there, and I think he's loved both experiences. And I think that Oregon's done a good job recruiting him, and that's kind of the program I have my eye on here 
late in the process. Had a good visit to Penn State earlier this year. Um, certainly, obviously, has been high on Ohio State for much of his process. But you know, he he visited Oregon, and I, and in August, I talked to him, and I mean, facilities are top notch. You know, he said it was his dream school growing up. He likes the scheme. He thinks he could be one of their best players early in his career. Yeah. You know, and. Uh, Talked about the energy that the that the staff has, and you know, there is a lot of juice around Oregon's program right now. Um, they got a staff full of really good recruiters. They're playing well. This was a team last year that couldn't even play on the same field as Utah in two games that turned around and beat them with a wounded quarterback here, kind of playing their own game. So Oregon's an exciting program right now, and I think they sit in a good spot for Tysir Denmark. But you know, long way to go um, in 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 the 2024 cycle. Here's my biased opinion. Ready? Yeah. If Ohio State offers a receiver and he chooses to go elsewhere, he can go, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, Ohio State's uh, – Well, I also see as a guy who doesn't want to compete. Sorry. That's – Recruiting is about who you – recruiting is about who you get, not who you don't get, right? Mm-hmm. So – there's a lot of good players out there. Ohio State's uh, recruiting Tysir Denmark. They want him to be a Buckeye. As of Tuesday morning at 9.24 in the morning, I think he's going to go to Oregon. So we'll see what happens. That is a statement of reality right there. We're going to take a quick break here to pay some podcast bills. Let me check my time. What do we got here? All righty. And we're back. Garrett Stover. No commercial on the live show, baby. Garrett Stover. Over, class of 2024, cousin of tight end extraordinaire Cade Stover. I don't think it's any surprise he became a Buckeye. What are your thoughts? Well, it's a really strong recruiting win in the region, right? You know, this is a guy that all the other Midwest powers were salivating over. Another tough, physical, hard-nosed football player from in-state that's going to come play for the Buckeyes, a good athlete, versatile player. It's a nice start to the class for for Ohio State, you know, with Dylan Rayola and Ian Moore in in the fold now to go out and and, and land a guy that I think can bring some versatility to Jim Knowles' defense down the road. It's a good pickup. Quick digression. Someone asked me the other day to give them a – comparison and i know you love comparisons i suck at comparisons man i got nothing for you what's that i just my brain doesn't work that way like very rarely when i find a comparison i'm like the happiest dude in the world because like i'm just not good at it well you and jeff van gundy uh who believes comparison is the birthplace of evil but whatever that means i knew i loved coach van gundy i still can picture him hanging on alonzo morning's ankle I grew yep. up. I grew up. A, I grew up kind of rooting for the Knickerbockers. Because you know? didn't like the Bulls. Well, I was kind of. Yeah, that's kind of like everyone loves angst. I don't know why I like the Knicks. Uh, you know, being from South Bend, almost everyone liked the Bulls. So for whatever reason, I, I don't know. Maybe I just watched one game on NBA, NBC, and thought you know I fell in love with it. You know, kids are weird. You know, as an adult. And I like the, you know, I bought into the Pacers when I moved here in Indy, literally some years. Um, so I like the Pacers now, but I grew up the Knicks, uh, uh, grew up the Knicks. I got Spike Lee's book from a long time ago up there. From, I got as a kid, uh, him being a Knicks fan, uh, John Starks, Pat Ewan and all them. 
Which is ironic given that uh, Reggie Miller's name was really made during the stretch against the Knicks with the nine points and I think what? Yeah, I was, at a, I was at a card shop watching it on a 13-inch TV hanging at the mall. It was, nice. at a, it was a baseball card shop inside Montgomery Ward. Um, and uh, That's watched, worse than my ashtray drop. Watched Reggie Miller drain a few threes there to end it. No, that was great. Anyway, the original comment was uh, someone asked me to give a comparison of Dylan Rayola. Yeah, the only one I could really come up with, I said 75% Andrew Luck, 25% Patrick Mahomes. Well, he certainly has shown on film some of those Mahomes throws throughout the course of his career. Luck's body. He can ad lib and, and make things happen off script from different throwing angles. You were frozen for a second. I was worried I was going to have to host the show again here and bring us in. <laughs> Um, but uh, I kind of, you know, Andrew Luck living in Indianapolis. I mean, Andrew Luck is like a huge nerd that's really good at football, right? So it's hard to like compare anyone to him. But he was physically, a big, right? He was a big physical presence at the at the position, and uh, you know, so is Dylan. Obviously, I mean, Dylan Rayola is a big young man. So uh, is Andrew Luck. Yep, no question. What I mean, and and the son of a established professional presence um kind of wise beyond his years type oh yeah so, very yes. very mature very yeah, mature so, kid. there's yeah. no listen this is and this is just a little bit there's no better recruit committed to any team right now at any level than dylan riola to ohio state that's just a fact what do you think of this weekend steve a lot of visitors coming in should we be on commitment watch Island Grand from your neck of the woods. Uh, Bill has a story about that coming in. It's going to be the weather should not be a factor in terms of visibility. These guys are going to get a show. What's your vibe on the weekend? You don't have to make a pick or anything. I know you don't like to do. Well, first I live on the recruits coming in, et cetera. I live almost as close to Columbus as I do Mylon Graham up in Fort Wayne. I know he lives in Indiana, but it's a couple hour drive. Um, so uh you Fort know, Wayne, I'm, not my favorite spot yeah two hours away from where i'm at you guys a lot are of little, you guys are a little less than three um right down i-70 there um yeah uh, obviously the big visit is demon wilson coming in right uh returning it's a tight battle with georgia here down the stretch my crystal ball is on ohio state i think he's one of the elite players in the class he's a he is an absolute freak physically I think he's wired right um, to come in and compete uh, at a place like Ohio State or Georgia. Um, and uh, it's an opportunity for him to get around the guys in the locker room. I know that was a big thing for him on his last Georgia visit. So a chance for him to get back up here. He took his official visit for the win over Notre Dame. But to see another big game at the in the shoe, weather's not going to be horrendous, right? It's not going to be what right. it was last weekend in South Bend where it was snowing. Um, so you're getting a little bit of a reprieve from mother nature. Cause I do think that's a little bit of a factor. And, uh, um, really that's also the big misconception. Like if you play at a big 10 school or Notre Dame, there are, there are historical games where there's been bad weather, but most of the season is played in good weather, you know? So it's kind of a, you know, a mis misnomer is, did I say that correctly? But, um, uh, 
that's the big visit right there. Now, maybe some other big time guys will be added to the list by Saturday. Um, and you guys can talk about that on future Bucknuts Morning Fives if those if that plays out. But um, Damon Wilson visiting Ohio State this weekend is certainly uh, one of the more pivotal visits at the end of the recruiting cycle for one of the best players in America. Ohio State has a chance to sign an elite defensive line class. Uh, they have a couple good ones already committed, um, but they need some of these elite guys down the stretch. And this is one where they've been well positioned for a long time. But with that, there's always major competition for elite players. And Ohio State has that down the stretch with Georgia. And they have the serve right now. And so we'll see what happens this weekend. I actually have a really good vibe on Damon Wilson or Damon Wilson, however you pronounce his first name. I just think that when he pans back eventually and gets a chance to see this weekend and see guys who have come here have been highly publicized that didn't necessarily hit early, Hit late. Zach Harrison, he'll see that. Teron Vincent has really come on late. And then, of course, he's going to get the, you know, you got the Bosa brothers and the Chase stuff to work on him. And then I do think having Jack Sawyer and JT to a mole out kind of right in the perfect age and bring him in and say, hey, one year behind us and you take over kind of thing. So I'll be optimistic about this one. Well, they'll need some I of those guys. Denmark, I don't know what you're thinking. That was my glitch there. Let's hope fiber optics fix this thing up, man. Good Lord. We appreciate everybody stopping by. Have a good one, Bucknutters. Guys, stay healthy in your turkey bowls. Stretch. Don't go too hard. Have a great Thanksgiving. Watch those killings.